Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy, GD. In this episode, I'll be finishing up the Week 4 Roundup, doing the late games as well as the Sunday Nighter and the Monday Night Football broadcast as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, let's polish off these last four late games and do the Sunday night and Monday night games as well. So let's get into this. Um, Moving to the Arizona game, Arizona went to the Rams, the L.A. Rams, and defeated them. Uh, Right now, the Arizona Rams are the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Um, they're playing great. I, I gotta say that. Anyhow, um, they won 37 to 20 and let's get into the Arizona side. Kyler Murray, who's playing MVP type football right now, uh, much in line with what Josh Allen did last year, where he set the world on fire. Kyler is doing likewise here and he doesn't disappoint in this one. 32 pass attempts, 24 completions, uh, 268 yards with two touchdowns. He was sacked three times, ran it six times for 39 yards. So you're getting, you know, you're, he's, he's giving you all he got there. A very good game for him. Um, and he's just playing, you know, uh, QB. He's, in the top three QB discussion and you know, in preseason they talked about him maybe being the number one. I still give way to Mahomes, but, um, uh, he's in the conversation. It's between him, Mahomes, and I guess Josh Allen at this point, um, with, uh, with guys like Brady and, uh, Justin Herbert bring breathing down their necks. So I would say those are probably the top five QBs. But anyhow, uh, I digress. Um, so solid game for him. Let's go to the run attack. Uh, Chase Edmonds. Everybody was pretty much um, writing him off for dead. Um, 12 rushes, 120 yards. Then he had four, uh, four pass catches for 19 yards so still viable still you know um pretty much in the rb2 conversation but it's james connor who's been the flying ointment man and i think at this point well let me just give you his stats 18 rushes uh 50 yards two touchdowns um then he had four catches for um, 19 yards on five, um, targets. So right now this run game is looking almost similar to, uh, what's happening over there in Cleveland. Um, you're getting viability from both your running backs, which is great. Um, yeah. So, uh, for people who drafted Connor, you know, with the hopes that, you know, um, Eventually, he'll overtake Edmonds. That's not exactly happening, but when they get down in the red zone, it looks like uh, Connor is the one who's, you know, uh, punching it in. So, um, so you got two running backs who's viable. So, you know, if you have shares in Edmonds, great. If you have shares in Connor, great. So, you're getting the best of both worlds. So, Anyhow, let's go to the wide receivers. Uh, A.J. Green is really developing a nice um, rapport with Kyler Murray. Um, Five catches, 67 yards with a touchdown. That's on six targets. So, A.J. Green, you know, everybody pretty much was, um, you know, throwing dirt on his grave. Not so much. He's found life over here in Arizona. So, um, 
Uh, DeAndre Hopkins still hobbling with the sore ribs. Four catches for 67 yards, and that's on seven targets. So we haven't gotten that D-hop explosion um, just yet. So um, I'm saying, guys, just hang in there. Just hang tight. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on the way, especially in this offense. So you just got to hang in there. Um, Max... Williams, the tight end, five catches for him, 66 yards with a touchdown. So he's a viable part of that offense as well. Um, and I would imagine at this point he should not be on the waiver wire, Max Williams, because um, he's a part of this attack. So uh, that only leaves viability beneath those three guys in the form of Rondé Moore and Christian Kirk, I think. These two kind of swallow each other up, so to speak. So, uh, Rondé Moore, three catches for 28 yards on three targets. Then he had two rushes for nine yards. And Christian Kirk, just the one catch for five yards. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's tough to, you know, I know every now and again uh, Christian Kirk's going to explode, but it's just ha too hard to predict. Same thing with Moore. It's just too hard to predict. I think right now the pecking order is obviously D-Hop, um, A.J. Green, and Max Williams. I think that's the pecking order right now over there in Arizona. In terms of the Rams, um, Matthew Stafford kind of came back down to earth, but still had a pretty good game nonetheless. Um, 41 pass attempts. 26 completions, 280 yards with two touchdowns. He had one, the one interception, and he wasn't sacked at all. So I'd say overall, pretty good game. You know, just they didn't get the W. Um, so Matthew Stafford is a start you make every week because of this offense and its potential. You have to start him every week. Um, that's just the way it goes. In terms of the run game, uh, Darnell Henderson, uh, not Darnell, Daryl Henderson was back. Uh, 14 rushes for him, 89 yards, and then he had five catches for 27 yards. So, again, you know, he he dominates the touches in terms of the running back. Um, Sony Michelle didn't do set the world on fire when Henderson was out, so... Three rushes, 11 yards, and he lost a fumble. So it looks like, um, you know, um, I'm not looking all that great so far with my Henderson pr predictions here. Um, he seems to be the viable back as of this moment. Um, that's subject to change, but yeah. Um, Sony Michelle has not been able to make a dent in into um Henderson's uh, touches, so I think this is the way it's going to be, guys. Uh, suffice to say, unless, you know, there's a major injury down the pike for Henderson. Otherwise, I don't see much changing here. In terms of the the uh, passing attack, Van Jefferson, the third um, receiver over there, six catches for 90 yards with the touchdown. So, um yeah, Van, Van Jefferson has gotten involved in this thing. So, um, Cooper Cup has come down to earth. Um, he was targeted 13 times, only five catches for 64 yards. Uh, we have a Robert Woods sighting. Um, he had four catches for 48 yards with the touchdown. So, Robert Woods has made his debut so to speak and now this week Sean McVay is uh, making uh, overtures about getting Robert Woods involved more so um, if you have stock in Woods you like to hear that um, if you have stock in Cup you may not like to hear that but um, I think uh, Stafford has the ability to make both these guys Viable. The only problem is when guys like Jefferson steps up um, and then 
uh, Deshaun Jackson out of nowhere uh, explodes like he did last week. So speaking of Deshaun Jackson, uh, one catch only um, six yards, and that's on three targets. So he could be left on the waiver wire. Um, yeah, he's not going to give you the those numbers he gave you last week every single week. So uh, you could just leave him on the side. And Tyler Higby, um, okay game. He saw six targets, four catches for 36 yards. So, you know. Didn't get in the end zone. You would want to see that. But, hey, Woods and Cup didn't get in the end zone. So, what can you do? So, uh, next up for the Rams, they play. Actually, they have a short week. They play Thursday at Seattle. That's going to be a tough one, uh, division rival. So, um, that should be a tough game for them. Um, it could have the makings of a high-scoring game. So, uh You hope to see that if you got shares in any of those guys. And then for Arizona, they they too face a a division rival in uh, San Francisco. They host San Francisco. So uh, so I guess uh, both both teams are uh, facing their rivals in the conference. So um, should be a well, Arizona, you know, uh, I like their chances next week uh, early on, being that uh, San Francisco is in flux with the quarterback situation. Uh, speaking of, let's go to uh, this division rival, um, Seattle um, beating San Francisco 28-21. Uh, let's get into it for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson. Uh, doing what he does, um, 23 pass attempts, uh, 16 completions, 149 yards and two touchdowns, not sparkling numbers. Uh, he did have four rushes for 26 yards, sacked three times. So not sparkling numbers, but still, you know, that's enough to get you by. Um, I, I say he has a he stands to have a better week next week against the Rams. That's for sure. So, um, so hang on for that. And then in the run game, uh, Chris Carson, 13 rushes, only 30 yards. And he had one pass catch for one yard. Um, also seeing volume in this game is Alex Collins, his backup. Um, he's taken over now that uh, Rashad Penny is on the sidelines with his injury uh 10 rushes 44 yards with the touchdown and then he had two receptions for 34 yards so uh i'm not quick to say it's a split yet um i like to see what happens here um for the thursday game and you know carson is still kind of banged up so uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, he probably won't. He'll be limited in practice this week. So we'll see what his status is before that Thursday Thursday night game. And then for the receivers, um, it seems like it's a reversal of fortune, guys. Uh, DK Metcalf with the two straight uh, good weeks here, four catches for 65 yards and touchdown that's on eight targets Tyler Lockett four catches 24 yards and that's on five targets so a reversal of fortunes we saw Lockett have the strong first two weeks then he kind of went into submission here so um yeah it's probably going to be like this the rest of the way guys um you're going to have Lockett Lockett having good games depending on the matchups, but I think this is kind of where you are. Uh, Freddie Swain, the third receiver, uh, three catches for him, 20 yards in the touchdown. So what can you do there? Uh, I'm sure not too many people are starting Freddie Swain, that's for sure. And that's on four targets. And then Will Disley, two catches for five yards. So, you know. Um, solid enough game, solid enough to get them by for this week. So, um, yeah, that's for sure. 
and then uh, in terms of the 49ers, um, it looks like we have a QB situation over here. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, 23 pass attempts, 14 completions. He had 165 yards, one touchdown, an uh, interception, and was sacked once. Um, Trey Lance got in there. He was 9 for 18, uh, 157 yards, and he had uh, two touchdowns. Also ran it um, seven times for 41 yards. So you know the drum beat all this week is going to be, um, you know, maybe putting Lance in there, give the offense a jolt. Um, that's quite possible. Um, in terms of the run game, Trey Sermon, he's got the lion's share of the carries, 19 rushes for 89 yards. That's okay. That's fine. You know, that, what can you do with that? That's, that's fine. Didn't make, make it an end zone, but you know, that's another story. And then in terms of the pass attack, uh, Debo Samuel is just having a, tremendous uh start to his season eight catches 156 yards and two touchdowns and that was on 12 targets see what happened in um preseason and your your uh fancy football drafts a lot of the drafts uh brandon ayuk was going first and then debo samuel a uh, few rounds after, but uh, I, I tell you what, Debo Samuels, when healthy, he is dangerous, and we are seeing that here. So, uh, Kyle Jusick, for him, four catches, 41 yards, and um, he was on the field quite a bit for them. Um, he saw a lot of the snaps, so um, even with... Trey Sermon in there, you saw uh, Kyle in on a lot of plays, you know, for his blocking, so forth. So, um, interesting, nonetheless. Uh, Kyle, uh, just talked about Kyle. Uh, George Kittle, uh, we got a situation here, folks. 11 targets, 4 catches for 40 yards. Um, the early talk is that if... Trey Lance ends up being the starter that more likely than not Kittle will be more of a blocker for him. So this definitely lowers his value. Um, and if that be the case, um, you're not getting that top three tight end that you probably drafted. I probably say in the third, the third round, third or fourth round. So that is a problem guys. I mean, he is seeing the targets here, but um, yeah, this is this might be troubling news. Um, do you sell high on him? <sighs> Depending on what you get back. Um, if you could get back a guy like Logan Thomas, maybe maybe package up and um, get like a uh, Dawson Knox if somebody has him. Um, you know, the name George Kittle draws appeal. So maybe somebody's willing to buy low on him. Um, what do I think his prospects is for the rest of the season? I would like to think he'll be a viable part of this offense. I, I just can't see, um, uh, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan going away from him. I mean, I understand, you know, he hasn't done much so far, but he is seeing the targets. So I wouldn't, um, flush the toilet on him just yet. Uh, we'll see, but you know, that you, you have a real question to ask. So, um, moving on, uh, speaking of Brandon Ayuk. Only three targets he saw, one catch for 15 yards. Um, I see them saying that you can drop Brandon Ayuk now. I wouldn't be in that camp per se. 
Um, I do remember him starting slow last year and then turning it on. So, um, yeah, you may just have to ride this out, guys. Um, Debo Samuel can't do all this damage all year. Maybe he can. Maybe. I don't know. So, we'll see. Uh, Muhammad Sanu, four catches for him, 35 yards. And then Ross Dwelly, um, he ends up with one reception for 21 yards with the touchdown. So, um, interesting situation there in San Francisco. So, and as I said, they go to Arizona next week. Uh, so, that'll be tall tasks for them. They're going to have to get the quarterback situation figured out quick, fast before they head into that one. And then Seattle, they have the short week Thursday night with the Rams, which should be a high-scoring game, as I spoke of. So, moving on, guys. Um, Baltimore going up, up to Denver and getting the win, 23-7. to um, Turns up the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson doing what he does. 37 pass attempts, 22 completions. 316 yards. He had, had just one t touchdown passing, seven rushes for 28 yards. He was sacked three times. So, Lamar Jackson, that's that's okay game for him. That's an okay game. You'd like to see more touchdown passes, but what can you do? Uh, that's still a solid number that you get with him, so that that's great. Um, in terms of the run game, I think right now um, – Tyson Williams was inactive for this one, so they really featured um, Latavius Murray, and he had a solid game. Um, 18 rushes, 59 yards with the touchdown, so, you know, the saving grace was the touchdown, which is good. Um, and then his backup, who happens to be Le'Veon Bell, four rushes for 11 yards, and he he was targeted once, but uh, has had no receptions to speak of. So um, I think right now the tide is turning over there. Um, I think this is probably going to be Latavius Murray's back backfield for the moment. Um, I just, yeah, you don't set a guy to inactive uh um, just like that, like he did Tyson Williams. So, uh, yeah, I think this, when all is said and done, this will be Murray's backfield to lose. So, um, I, I just, it just seemed like that's the way it's going right now. In terms of the pass attack, uh, Hollywood Brown, who's quietly having a solid year, quietly having a solid year, another solid week for him. Four catches, 91 yards with the touchdown on five targets. So um, he's doing much better this year, much better, I must say. Um, and then James Proche, the second, uh, six targets, five catches for 74 yards. So, you know, um, there's another receiver they got over there. So, um surprising to see you got six targets, but, you know, um, what can you do? In terms of um, Sammy Watkins, he was targeted seven times, four catches for 49 yards, and then Mark Andrews, who's saw the most targets with eight targets for him, five catches, 67 yards. So, um not sure what to make of this James guy, but, um, you know, uh, these guys are seeing the targets. So, um, seem like Lamar Jackson is spreading the ball around, which is good. So, um, you know, uh, they did face a tough defense in Denver. So, um, yeah, so, uh, not much else to say in that regard. In terms of... Denver, uh, Teddy Bridgewater comes down to earth in this one. Uh, 16 pass attempts, 7 completions, uh, 65 yards. So, 
that should be 165. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Here's what happened. I'm sorry. It was 65. He got knocked out with a concussion. Um, so they turned turned the keys over to Drew Locke, who had 21 pass attempts, 12 uh, completions, uh, 113 yards for him. We had the interception. Um, and he was sacked three times. So it looks like Drew Locke will be the quarterback at least for the next couple of weeks at least. So um, does that hurt the viability of the pass attack? I don't believe it does. Um, I think Drew Locke will be able to keep um, some of these guys viable, which is good. Um, let's talk about the run game first. Uh, Melvin Gordon the third. Um Nine rushes, 56 yards, and then he had uh, two catches for 11 yards on four uh, targets. And then Javante Williams, he's still seeing some volume as well. Uh, nine rushes, 40, 48 yards, and then uh, he had three catches for 11 yards. So that's still a split, guys. It's still a split. No other way around it, so... Um, you're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days like this one here. So in terms of the pass attack, um, Cortland Sutton was targeted eight times, only three receptions for 47 yards. Noah Font found the end zone, six catches, 46 yards with the touchdown. He was targeted 10 times. And then Tim Patrick's targeted six times, three catches for 39 yards. So, um, it seems like Noah Font has viability when Drew Locke is in there. Um, so for you guys with shares in Font, this might be good news for you um, that Drew Locke is in there. Um, in terms of Cortland Sutton, we'll have to wait and see. Um, you're probably still starting him. Um just to see how it goes, but yeah, so um, it'll be interesting nonetheless. Uh, coming up for Denver, they go to Pittsburgh, where uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are kind of reeling right now, um, licking their wounds, so we'll, uh, in fact, I'll talk about them in a minute, uh, so, and they'll be kind of foaming at the mouth as well. And then Baltimore, they face the Colts in a Monday night, or they host the Indianapolis Colts on Monday night football. So, um, yeah, so should be good. Anywho, let's move on to Pittsburgh, uh, who went to Green Bay and took a loss to the Packers 27-17. Um... Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things, 36 pass attempts, 20 completions, uh, and then he he uh, had 20, 248 yards with two touchdowns. He was sacked three times um, as well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, that's solid. That's solid for Aaron Rodgers. You, you'll take that and run with it. In terms of the run game, um, kind of trouble in paradise here, guys. Uh, there seemed to be a even split. 15 rushes for A.J. Dillon and for Aaron Jones. Um, 81 yards for Dillon. Wow. Aaron Jones had 48. Uh, Aaron, uh, AJ Dillon had the one catch for 16 yards. Um, whereas Aaron Jones, three catches, 51 yards on four targets, but, um, Aaron Jones did lose a, a fumble in this game. So, uh, what does this mean? I don't think this will be a split per se. I don't see it as being that. Um, I know it on paper, it looks like it's one, but, uh, we know Aaron Jones is the better back, but, um, 
it just seems maybe it was a uh, game script that dictated them just pounding the ball on the Steelers. So, um, yeah, um, I will see how things look next week before I make any judgments in that regard. So, um, it'll be more like a wait and see sort of deal. Um, in terms of Pittsburgh, uh, Big Ben, I know I mentioned him being a value play. Um, not much value here. <laughs> uh, 40 pass attempts, 26 completions. Um, and then he had 232 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He lost a fumble as well. He was sacked twice. Um, Big Ben, at this point, you can't start him. Um, even in two QB leagues, you're basically rolling the dice at this point. Um, I know, I know he had the the 300-yarder last week, and to which a lot of analysts were saying his arm is shot. But um, yeah, yeah, the, um, he, he his production is going to be volatile. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I don't think there's any two ways about that. So, um, in terms of the run game, Najee Harris, you know, he's the guy. There's no mistakes about that. No timeshare to speak of, thankfully. Uh, 15 rushes, 62 yards with the touchdown, and six catches for 29 yards. That's on seven receptions. If you're a Najee owner, you, you have shares in him, you are happy with this. You are ecstatic with this. He's getting the rush volume. He's seeing action in the pass game. You'll you'll take this to the bank and cash it in, and, and, and you're a winner. So uh, Najee Harris is good to go. Uh, no worries there. In terms of the pass attack, Deontay Johnson came back and was viable, of course, um, and then some. Targeted 13 times. He caught nine passes for 92 yards with the touchdown. So this is Big Ben's uh, favorite target. Um, they, they're developing a rapport, so uh, you like to see that. Uh, James Washington stepping up, five targets, four catches for 69 yards. Juju Smith-Schuster, only two catches for 11 yards, and that's on eight targets. I... I the questions on IG were, um, should you begin to drop Juju Smith-Schuster? I hate to say it, but yes. Yes, because um, um, Chase Claypool didn't even play in this one. So, um, so the pecking order looks like it's, it's um, Deontay first. Probably Claypool when he gets back, but for the moment it's Washington. Then it's Smith Schuster. So, do you want a third wide receiver on a team that's trying to gear up to be a run attack? I don't think you want that. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe it's time to cut ties with uh, Smith Schuster. Trust me, I'm in you, some of you guys same boat. I got a decision to make on him this week. So. Um, so we'll see. And then Pat Fryer move, who I picked as a value pick, not much value today. Well, on Sunday, uh, one catch for 11 yards. So, um, yeah, so it's trouble in paradise. That's for sure. Make no mistake about that. Um, yeah. So, um, what can you do guys? Next up for Pittsburgh, they'll be hosting the Denver Broncos, which won't be a walk in the park uh, by any stretch. And then Green Bay uh, goes to Cincinnati. So, um, yeah, and then Green Bay facing a, a quiet uh, Bengals team that's 3-1, and one, so. Anyhow, let's move on to the Sunday Nighter, which was... Tom Brady going back home to Foxborough. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to 
New England to face the Patriots, and they won a squeaker 19-17. to This one I see coming. I thought, I thought um, Tampa Bay would go up there and blow the doors off them, but not so much, not so much. Uh, yeah, I credit uh, Belichick's team for, uh, you know, hanging tough with with this high-powered offense and keeping them at bay, to be honest. Um, Tom Brady, uh, 43 pass attempts, only 22 completions, which is unheard of for uh, Tom Brady. Um, 269 yards. So they kept him out of the end zone. Uh, I mean, the defense uh, did yeoman's work in this one, man. Uh, they really did. Um and I would venture to say maybe you want to make sure that uh, the Patriot defense isn't on the waiver wires because if they, they can do this here, um, you know, that, that's a sign of great things to come for them. Uh, moving on to the rush game, um, Leonard Fournette, he was the guy here. Uh, 20 rushes, 91 yards, and he had three catches on for 47 yards, and that's on five targets. So I've always said that if you want to own one of these running backs for Tampa Bay, it's got to be Fournette, and I hold to that. So um, and it proved true. Uh, Ronald Jones the second, six rushes, 25 yards. He did have the touchdown, so. You know, what can you do there? But uh, the guy you want is Fournette. So um, in terms of the pass attack, um, you know, Tom Brady was shut out the end zone, so you're not going to get much here. I mean, you know, you'll get guys with completions and yards, and that's a good thing. So uh, Mike Evans targeted 12 times, caught seven for 75 yards you'll take that you'll take that it's definitely in ppr that's that's livable um antonio brown made his uh comeback from last week being out with the COVID. um seven catches for 63 yards and that's on 11 um 11 targets so uh you saw him him being utilized in this one, especially with the absence of Gronk. Gronk couldn't play in this one. He was hurt. So um, Chris Godwin, um, only three catches for 55 yards on five targets. Cameron Brait saw some action, um, two catches for 29 yards, and that's on six targets. And then O.J. Howard targeted once and zero receptions. Could we have some honest talk here? Um, O.J. Howard, he, he needs to be dealt. He needs to be dealt. Um, it's obvious the pecking order is in terms of the tight end. It's Gronk. Then it's Cameron Brait. Then it's O.J. Howard. And I don't know if you remember when O.J. Howard was drafted. He, was, he came in with as much hoopla as Kyle Pitts. Um, and it just hasn't happened for him in, T in, uh, Tampa Bay. It hasn't happened. Um, he's, he's flashed a bit. Um, especially when Winston was in there as the quarterback, he flashed some there, but, um, since Brady has come on board, he really hasn't done much to be honest. I think, um, you know, he, I think you should deal him at, this way he goes somewhere else and he can produce, man. Um, uh, I, I, I'm always one for that. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's my little beef there. So, anyhow, let's move on to New England. Uh, Mac Jones, he tried to keep up with Brady. I give him that. Uh, 40 pass attempts, 31 completions. 275 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. In fact, you can make uh, the argument that he outdueled uh, Brady for the most part. He was sacked four times. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, not not bad, kid. Not bad. I, I give you that. Not bad at all. Uh, in terms of the run game, 
they really stifled the run game. Uh, Tampa Bay did. Damian Harris, four catches, I mean, four rushes for minus four yards. He did have the two receptions for 30 yards. Uh, Brandon Bolden, he seems like he's the guy now who's uh, stepping up in place of James White, who, who is now lost for the season. He had one rush for zero yards, but he did have six six pass, uh, six targets, six passes caught, 51 yards. So um, everybody was making noise about J.J. Taylor being the next one up and grabbing him off the waiver wire. I was like, wait a second. Why would I do that when they were utilizing Brandon Bolden? I understand he's a special teamer. But uh, in a pinch, he's uh, he's a solid enough third down back. So, yeah, um, you know, uh, I say Brandon Bolden, if he's still on the waiver wire, grab him because he's taking James White's place in this offense. So forget about Jay, Jay Taylor. He had one rush, zero ru- yards, one Pass catch, zero yards, and he lost a fumble, so forget about it. He's Once you do that with Belichick, you're in the doghouse. So um, y- y- we won't hear back from Taylor anytime uh, the rest of the season. So uh, I will say n- now is your time to buy low on Damian Harris. Do it this week. Buy low on him. Uh, see what you can offer to um, pry him from another team. But, uh, yeah, this is now the time because I think after this, I think his value goes up. Uh, just my opinion here. Um, in terms of the pass attack, Jacoby Myers, 12 targets, 8 catches, 70 yards. So, um, seemed like he's the guy in that um, wide receiver room. Um, Kendrick Bourne, he's viable as well. 5 catches for 98 yards. Nelson Aguilar, three catches for 55 yards on on five targets. Um, Kendrick Bourne also was targeted five times. Hunter Henry, four catches, 32 yards with the touchdown on five targets. And then Jonu Smith, three catches, 14 yards. And he had a touchdown. So both the tight ends, both had touchdowns in this one. Uh, Jonu Smith was targeted five times. So... Um, I think the pecking order right now, Jacoby Myers, make sure he's not on the waiver wire. I don't, he shouldn't be at this point, but definitely check, double check and make sure. I think he's the one that Mac Jones has, uh, developed a kind of rapport with, uh, him along with Kendrick Bourne. I don't think it will be Nelson Aguilar, um, in terms of the tight ends. Yes, if you had to own one, it'd be Hunter Henry, but you know, you have to hold your breath. But, um, yeah, so, but I think this game dictated for Mac Jones to throw it around, but, but, um, yeah, the wide receiver to own is Jacoby Myers. So, so, uh, next up for Tampa Bay, they face Miami and, New England up for them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I don't think I have their opponent next. Um, I want to say it was Houston. I could be wrong on that. I believe it's Houston, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so... Um, yeah, so they have, they have an opponent that they can definitely get up from the carpet from this. So, um, we'll see what happens. And then the Monday nighter, um, division rival game, uh, the LA Chargers beating the Las Vegas Raiders. It's weird the way, cause Raiders used to be in Los Angeles, uh, Chargers used to be a San, uh, you, you know, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, 28 to 14, uh, Justin Herbert. Let's start with, um, the Chargers, Justin Herbert. 
Um, he's just having a solid campaign so far. 38 pass attempts, 25 completions, 222 yards with three touchdowns. So, and they um, actually had a stat that um, he's one of the first quarterbacks in his first 19 starts to have a three touchdown and no interception um, line. So, three plus touchdowns with no exceptions. So, the kid is doing well. Kid is doing well. And he was sacked twice. Um, in terms of the run game. Austin Eckler, solid, solid game. 15 rushes, 117 yards with the one touchdown. Uh, he also had three pass catches for 28 yards with the touchdown. You'll take this every day of the week, um, Austin Eckler. This is what those who drafted Eckler in the first round, the, this is the type of performance we were clamoring for. Uh, for this type of volume, this type of involvement, and you can't can't be disappointed with this, and you just ho hope that he can keep it up like this and stay on the healthy side. So, um, his backup, Larry Roundtree the third, eleven rushes for thirty-one yards. So, he's he got some volume too, but it did nothing to hinder what Eckler did, and you take you like that. Um, terms of the pass attack, uh, Jarrett Cook leading the the way there with six catches, 70 yards with a touchdown. Uh, so Jarrett Cook's starting to develop a little something with with uh, Justin Herbert. So that's a good thing. Uh, Keenan Allen still waiting for that explosion type game. Still waiting for that seven catches, uh, 36 yards, and he was targeted 11 times. So they, um, the Keenan explosion hasn't happened yet. I think it's on the way. I would like to hope it's on the way. So um, Mike Williams had his first bad game, uh, one catch, 11 yards, and that's on four targets so he's starting to see attention now so can mike williams step up now that you know uh all eyes are on him we'll see and then donald Par parham the parham jr the second tight end uh two catches for him 17 yards and he got a touchdown he has a few touchdowns here so um i think he has more touchdowns than keenan allen so um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, this team is rolling. So, you know, can't really say too much about that in terms of the Raiders, Derek Carr, 34 pass attempts, 21 completions, uh, 196 yards. He had two touchdowns and one interception sacked four times. So Derek Carr kind of coming back down to earth a bit. Um, from the, you know, tremendous start he had to the season, um, he's starting to come down a bit. And that's okay. You know, it's, it's, going, it's just one of those things, guys. Uh, Josh Jacobs, for him, 13 rushes, 40 yards, and then five catches for 17 yards. So, Josh Jacobs, you know, uh, a name that doesn't excite you. Um, what can you do? Uh and then there's King and Drake and Peyton Barber. They they both had a rush apiece. So, um, you know, when Jake Josh Jacobs is healthy, he's going to be the guy. Um, it's no two ways about that. So, um, don't know much else to say about that, guys. Um, you can't really sell him right now. Um, maybe you can. Maybe you get somebody willing to take him. Seeing that, you know, he is getting volume. So, um, maybe you can usher a deal out. We'll see. Um, I just don't know if he had better days ahead. I just don't know. So, we'll see. Anyhow, in terms of the pass attack, Henry Ruggs for him. Three catches, 60 yards. And that's on six targets. Um, Darren Waller finally finds the end zone. Uh, four catches for 50 yards with the touchdown. That's on seven targets. So, 
you like to see more catches there, but you know, his you know, the fact that he was able to get an end zone, maybe this is a sign of good things to come, guys, because he's had a few down weeks since the opener. Um Hunter Renfro, another guy who's quietly having a solid year. Six catches, forty-five yards with the touchdown on eight targets. And then Brian Williams, Brian Edwards, one catch for four yards on four targets. So um, I know a lot of people are making noise about Brian Williams in the preseason and all this. Uh, the pecking order is Waller. Then it's, believe it or not, Hunter Renfro. Then it's Ruggs. Then it's Edwards. So. I uh, don't know if you want to go there in terms of hanging your hat on Edwards. So, um, yeah, I don't know if you want to do that. Uh, that may not make sense for you. So, um, yeah, I was right about New England. Uh, they face Houston next. Uh, I was right about that. Now, in terms of the Raiders... Raiders next up for them, they host Chicago, so that should be, that may be a challenging one for the Raiders, that's for sure. And then the, the, the Chargers, their next opponent, I think I'm missing a sheet here. Um, uh, yes, right here. Uh, their next opponent is Cleveland, and Cleveland is coming to them. So, uh, yeah, so um, that should be a good game, actually. That should be a good game. Um, you know, two teams that like to do different things. Uh, Cleveland running the ball, Chargers passing it. So it should be an interesting dichotomy there. So, all right, guys, so that is your week four roundup. Um, I was trying to see if I can squeeze in, um, possibly giving you the, my value picks for the week in the Thursday nighter. We'll see. You might get that late. So, um, other than that, I think we're good to go guys. All right. So I will talk to you then. So my peeps. If you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at thatsportsdudegd at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.